Hey guys, this is Leah Hendershot, your host for Well on Less, where we take somewhat overwhelming ideas of living well and make them simple and easy to implement and live by. Hey guys, welcome to episode six, and I believe this is number five of our food series. And we're going to cover organic foods versus conventional foods today. And a lot of times when we talk about organic foods, people tend to lock up because they automatically think this is going to cost more. This is not in the budget, but I'm going to give you guys some tips some tricks. We're going to talk about some misconceptions around organic foods and how to begin to integrate them in a budget-friendly way. And don't forget in episode two, we talked about nutrient density and why that is huge and we're also going to talk about just for the sake of your health it's good to start to look for source and all those sorts of things organic foods and we talked about meats pastured meats things like that but today we're going to talk about pretty much vegetables fruits those sorts of things that are organic and conventional and since we've already covered meats and those sorts of things quite thoroughly, I feel. But first of all, let's start off with a quote. And this one is by Wendell Berry. And he, I've known about Wendell Berry, but I've never, I hadn't read his stuff like a book until recently. And wow, I think he's probably one of the greatest authors I've read. And that's saying a lot. And I've only read like one small book of his, but This quote says, The care of the earth is our most ancient and most worthy, and after all of our most pleasing responsibility. To cherish what remains of it and to foster its renewal is our only hope. And that's how I feel about the food that I bring into our home, is it's not just about me, and it's not just about my husband, but it's about my children as well. And we're going to talk about pesticides a little bit, not heavily, thank goodness, today. But we're going to talk about why it's not just about we adults. We're setting a standard and we are needing to cherish more what remains of what we have. And with your dollars, fight for more of that. Fight for more of the... The good and what is and when you're when you go for the good and fight for the good you are um, saying no to the bad automatically with the money that you spend on your food so first of all let's talk about some misconceptions about organic foods fruits and vegetables we'll discover fruits and vegetables vegetables today some misconceptions and these are the same misconceptions I had when I started thinking more along these lines, like I said in previous episodes, with our daughter, really, even though I'd had more of a natural mindset, our daughter really got me to thinking much more deeply about what I was putting into her body. And that was 14 years ago. And ironically, what also enhanced this was four and a half years later, our son was born and couponing was really big then really really big then and I got into couponing and it was so much fun to save money I ended up buying more than we needed 
and going, kind of letting the bar down and buying things that I normally wouldn't have bought just because it was super cheap. And in, you know, in my mind at the time, I thought, well, whatever I have extra left over, I can give to people. And I did give people things. But the blessing in that is that I saw that there were organic fruits and vegetables, meats, anything that, you know, anything at a grocery store, those products were being sold on sale and they were, they did have coupons. And I kind of, I think I kind of got in at the right time because there was a big movement of backyard chickens and organic food and all that. So I saw the call for those types of food and the market responded to the organic foods. And I don't know how long I did couponing, but in that, I still use coupons. Don't get me wrong. I'm still all about, you know, living well on less, but it opened my eyes to what was out there. And I think that is a big hurdle and something that um, you're going to have to look for. And so the misconception is that it's just expensive. There's no sales, there's no deals, and you can't get it for less. When even these wholesale club membership places have these foods available in bulk for even better prices. So that's a huge misconception about that. Number two is just paying attention. So couponing made me pay attention. But while you're shopping, pay attention to, let's say, refried beans. You may be buying refried beans. Of course, flip it over, look at the back. And this all just becomes natural. It does not, um, it does not take really but a couple more seconds of your time when you're in the grocery store. And then you start to integrate those foods and you don't look at the labels anymore because you know what's in them. Um, but, you know, maybe let's say refried beans. Right beside it often in most grocery stores, or they have a section, is organic refried beans. And usually it's not that much of a difference. So be paying attention to those. Same for frozen fruit. Frozen fruit is one of the easiest ways to be able to afford organic fruits. And often right beside it is the organic version. And if you've done, if you followed us through this food series, look at the price per ounce, look at the price per pound. And what is it worth to you to choose something that is better, better for you, more nutrient dense and better for your family. And that's not to say, like I've said before, not everything at a health food store, not everything in the organic or natural food section is healthy. So you've got to, you've got to learn what to look for and what not to look for. And in the next, next episode, we're going to talk about fats. And that's a key thing you're going to look for is even though it may say organic, what kind of fats are in it? What do you need to be avoiding? And that'll help you get through that. So just start paying attention to what's out there that's organic or got the least amount of ingredients. We talked about that as well. So just fewer ingredients and ingredients you can pronounce is huge for starting to switch those things out. And we also talked about number three is 
looking for sources. So being proactive about looking for sources around you. Maybe it's friends. Maybe your friends have a garden. Maybe it's a farmer's market. Maybe ask your friends who's a local farmer or who has a CSA. That's a community supported agriculture. And you buy a share into it for a season and they deliver your food. And it's looking for those local sources. And little by little, you start to integrate these things into your life. And also remember what I said, just because a farm is not certified organic does not mean they're not growing as close to organic, as close to nature, beyond organic, even better, is just as good as some certification that costs way too much money. So remember that. A huge thing I want to emphasize with organic versus conventional, and this is massive, is pesticide use especially obviously fruits and vegetables but also your meat it matters with your meats because those animals if they're there's still animals that are raised on pasture eating grass they're fed grass but what went on that grass what went on that pasture so that's why it's very important to know your farmer especially for your meats we talked about meats are priority and So think of it that way as well. That's why you need to go visit the farm and ask them these questions or get on the phone with them, whatever they want you to do. So pesticide reduction is massive. There's several different studies. So I'll just give you guys the the percentages I found. And there was one, I think it was put out by The Guardian. Um, This was its original source and it was in America and they took a family and just for six days had them eat organic fruits and vegetables pastured meats and they drew their blood and examined it before and after no maybe it was their urine I think it was their urine yes it was their urine and just six days of eating organic they, the pesticide residue in their urine decreased by 70%. So what does that tell you how much is on everything else? And there also was a study in Australia where they did the same thing one week on an organic diet, pastured meats, those things, and they saw an 89% decrease in pesticide pesticides showing up in their urine that is huge huge and one of the biggest offenders is glyphosate which is essentially roundup and there's a whole host of pesticides it's ridiculous um, how many pesticides are in our in everything in our water our food the grass that you're walking on in your front yard it's massive it's going to our water supply and it's also on your food. It essentially, Roundup Ready, there's corn, there's Roundup Ready, all these sorts of things. A company called Monsanto owns that. And it is sprayed because they they create these, it's sprayed on fruits and vegetables a lot or a form of pesticide. But Roundup Ready crops, they're actually planted They have been, these seeds have been altered to withstand their Roundup. 
So they withstand the Roundup, but it kills the rest of the weeds, which is bananas to even comprehend. So this is why it's very, very important to begin to integrate organic foods, locally sourced foods, grow your own foods, those sorts of things, because that pesticide use leads to a lot, a lot of other health problems. We're not even going to get into that. So I'll let you research that. Just effects of glyphosate. Just go search that one. So how how do you begin to integrate that? So there's a really cool, really cool website called EWG, EWG.org. And every year they give us a clean 15 and a dirty dozen. So the clean 15 are the top fruits and vegetables that you don't need to worry about. I mean, well, you worry about them, but they're not at the top of the list. These are the least sprayed, the least pesticide covered fruits and vegetables for the year that they've deemed for the year. So the clean 15, these are the ones that if you have to buy them conventionally, of course, always wash everything, no matter if it's organic or conventional. But these are the ones that you can put on a little bit of a back burner. Um, this is just pesticide use though. So we are not going into GMOs and those sorts of things. But they say for 2021, avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, onions, papaya, sweet peas that are frozen, eggplant, asparagus, broccoli, cabbage, kiwi, cauliflower, mushrooms, honeydew melon, and cantaloupe. Now it has asterisks by sweet corn, papaya, and summer squash because those are produced with genetically modified seeds. So if you buy those, try and buy organic of the sweet corn, papaya, and summer squash if you want to avoid the GMOs, which I would recommend you do. Now they also have the Dirty Dozen. So these are the ones that you absolutely try your best to source organically because they are the highest, they're the most sprayed out there. Strawberries, spinach, kale, collard and mustard greens. A lot of these you could grow at home. Nectarines, apples, grapes, cherries, peaches, pears, bell and hot peppers, celery, and tomatoes. Those all, you'll, you'll notice a lot of those have soft flesh on the outside, tomatoes, pears, they're very thin, you know, apples have thin nectarines, grapes, all those they have very thin fleshes. Um, so that's a key for a lot of those. So those are the ones that you want to source as much as you can organically. The good thing is a lot of those are cheaper than other organic fruits and vegetables to buy. So spinach, that is so cheap to buy. Uh, your kale colored mustard greens. Um, cherries are always kind of pricey, but you never know. Grapes are usually somewhat reasonable. Pears, bell and hot peppers, tomatoes. So a lot of those. So you have the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. And I will post a link to that so you have access to EWG's source. So that's a good way to begin to change to think about what you are and aren't going to buy starting out with your well unless journey bulk or sell buys are your best friend so buying 
I found that frozen is often for organic fruits and vegetables. Organic is often a way better deal. And usually that those sorts of things, they have to be flash frozen or they'll stick together. So they're flash frozen and usually soon after they're harvested. So you're locking in a lot of that nutrient. So I buy a lot of organic fruits and vegetables frozen. Pay attention in your grocery store, pay attention in your wholesale club membership, um, and just try and like, we love the berry mixes that are frozen. So there's a frozen organic berry mix, several different kinds actually. And that's a good way to get some of those pricier organic fruits like peaches, nectarines, strawberries. It's a good way to get those for cheaper is in the frozen. Like there's a, there's a blend that we get that has peaches and pineapple and strawberries and maybe one other thing in it, but it's very reasonable in a bulk bag. I don't remember if it's two pounds. I don't remember but that is a key thing to helping you start to integrate is think about what's frozen and bank on the sale. So tuck some back when things are on sale, tuck a few, a couple extra things back because you're looking for these sales now and you're paying attention to those things. So if you see, let's say refried beans, organic refried beans, the ones without canola oil, we're going to talk about that next time, but buy a couple extra of those or two or three extra of those. So you're kind of banking on the sale. And then when you see markdowns stock up, one of your best friends, best things to have is an extra freezer, just a little small chest freezer. So you can throw those things in there. That's another hack to be able to live well on less is you have to have a freezer. So get on marketplace, get somewhere, find a deal, find a sale and get you a little bitty, chest freezer that you can stick somewhere you can stick like we have a little one that we had a tiny pantry and it fit perfectly in it I think it was like $120 so you maybe could find one used for even less so that's going to be key is finding these things frozen on sale or just on markdown doesn't matter what it is and if you can throw it in a freezer throw it in the freezer I have had a garden for many years and pulling things out of that and canning it or freezing it has been phenomenal for helping us live well on less. So that is huge is to bank on the sale. You're watching for those sales and then stock up on the markdowns. So when you see something marked down that is good, then bulk up. A lot of farms will also sell you for a, for a discount, they will sell you like half a beef or they'll say, oh, we need to clear out this. So it's a little bit marked down. So pay attention to those things. Even some of your local meat shops will have grass fed or pastured beef and maybe they've thrown it in the discount bin because they need to get rid of it. And so be paying attention to those things. That's your best ally in learning to live well on less is to pay attention to what's out there and stocking up on it when it's on sale or marked down and just being aware of those price per pound, price per ounce, and those things like that. So 
I think that's a pretty good roundup of all that I've talked about. I'm going to put an affiliate link in the show notes for Misfits Market. So maybe you live in an area where it's hard to, maybe you don't have availability for, you don't have a grocery store that's really fantastic for, for fruits and vegetables and those sorts of things. Maybe you don't live near a big wholesale club, one of those, or a discount anything. Maybe you're really struggling there. Maybe you don't have a farmer's market. In that situation, and I've tried it myself, and I really enjoy it, there's something called Misfits Market. They do not sponsor this. This is totally just me experiencing it and recommending it for you. They sell kind of the overstock or the unwanted of organic fruits and vegetables, and they ship them to your door. There is a $30 minimum, but we have been very, very pleased with the quality that comes to our door. So it helps you source some some th- at a cheaper price. They sell it to you at a cheaper price because, like I said, it's overstock or um, some that, for whatever reason, is not going to be used. It's organic fruits and vegetables. Then there's also some household things like sea salt, and I've gotten avocado oil, just a lot of those sorts of things. But it's a really good resource to get those to your door. I highly recommend it. So I will put a link to that below, and it should have a discount for you as well, just Misfits Market. And that will help those of you that don't have access be able to start to integrate some of this into your life. I'll also put a link where you can access a PDF. And this PDF is just going to be kind of a fun PDF. And it's going to help you for three months uh, write down and just source your meats, vegetables, and fruits and be paying attention to, okay, where is this the cheapest? Where is that the cheapest? How can I get it? So it's just going to be a PDF you can print out stick it inside your cabinet, tape it inside your cabinet or wherever you want it and start to see what do we use the most of and how can I source it the best as possible for now. This is a process and everything builds on each other and you're going to become more aware of these things and as you're asking and talking to people, more is going to come up. I guarantee it you're, something's going to, someone's going to say, oh, I know so-and-so who does this, or so-and-so has a garden, or so-and-so has a farm, or did you know at the grocery store they have this that's a good price? Like just this week I had a friend asking about bone broth, and I was actually shocked that there was, our local grocery store is carrying, of course homemade is the best, but she was like, nope, I don't do those sorts of things, but where can I just buy it? And so I was actually shocked that our grocery store has started carrying their own brand, and it was a pretty good, a decent price. So asking is huge. Connecting in your community is huge and is going to help you a whole, whole lot. So I'll put a link to the Dirty Dozen, the Clean 15, uh, affiliate link to the Misfits Market, and you'll get a discount with that. And then I'll have a link where you can sign up for me to email you the PDF. Because I know how PDFs are. You download them. If you just download them straight, you misplace them. So you'll have the email that will put you into direct a direct link to that. So you have that forever. 
for starting to watch for three months. What do we eat the most of and how can we source it better? So that is, that will get you guys, get the ball rolling. So thanks for being here to talk about organic versus conventional. We could go on for days about it, but that's a great first step. We're just building, building, building upon those things to help you guys learn one of the, about how to start to integrate. And I think this is a great foundation for beginning to change the way you think about food and begin to also help your children think about those things as well. So I'll see you guys next time. Thanks guys for being here with me on the podcast. For now, as I get started, the places I can send you to, to connect with me are still being streamlined. But for now, you can find me on Facebook at Leah Hendershot Flourishing Roots Home. And then you also can find me on Instagram at flourishing.roots. I do have a website in the works, but we're going with what we have and we're just getting started. So follow me there. And then when, as we change things over for Well On Less, then I will let you know about those changes both here in the podcast and then on those sites. So follow me there first and then stay tuned for when we have more things ready. But I'm happy that you're with us.